0: Good morning. Last week we started a three-week series called My Substitute. John the Baptist referred to, to Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And when he referred to Jesus as a Lamb, he was indicating that He was indeed our substitute because a substitute is one who takes the place of another. And that's what Jesus Christ did for us. He took our place on the cross God treated Jesus as if He had lived your life so that He could treat you as if you had lived His. Only Jesus Christ is our substitute. But not only is He our substitute today, quickly we're going to realize that He is also our sacrifice. Would you open your Bibles with me to 1 Peter chapter 1? 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 18 and 19. I'm going to ask you to stand in honor of God's Word today. First Peter chapter 1, beginning of verse 18. For you know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life, handed down to you from your forefathers. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world but was revealed in these last times for your sake. But was revealed in these last times for your sake. Would you pray with me? Father, we're grateful that you did for us what we could not do for ourselves. It was for our sake that you came to be our sacrifice. May we remember that and may we rejoice in that today. And if anyone does not know you in a personal way, may they today receive you as their Savior. And I pray that in Christ's name. Amen. In this passage of Scripture, Peter reminded his readers that, about their salvation experience. And that's something we all need to be reminded of from time to time, isn't it? We need to remember our salvation experience. And so Peter is doing this, and Peter is saying, there's some things I want you to know. There's some things I want you to remember. He says, first of, all, first of all, I want you to remember what you were. He indicates a little bit of what they were with this word redeemed. You see, in the, in the Old Testament or in the New Testament world, in the days of the Romans, it is estimated that there were perhaps 60 million slaves in the Roman Empire. If you were a slave in the Roman Empire, you had the ability to be freed from slavery in one way. You had to be redeemed. That means that somebody would pay a price to buy you out of slavery. You had technically the the ability to redeem yourself in that day if you had enough money, but it was rare if any slave could come up with enough money to redeem themselves. But if somebody else had the money, they could redeem them. They could buy them out of slavery in order to set them free. Peter, using that that analogy, tells us, he says, This is what you were, for you know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed. The word redeemed usually means to secure somebody from a bad situation. To remove somebody from a bad situation, usually at the cost of the one doing the redeeming. I just want to say to you today that if you were a slave in in slavery and you could not free yourself and somebody came and paid the price and they redeemed you, they got you out of that bad situation, I believe, just personal conviction, I believe that you would never forget what they did for you. I believe that you'd never get over it. You'd, you'd from time to time tell people about the day that this man, this person came to, to redeem you, and they paid the price for you, and they got you out of something you couldn't get yourself out of. Ladies and gentlemen, that is exactly why we have the Lord's Supper. There needs to be a time when we, when we sit down together as God's people and say, we need to remember what we were. We were lost in the slavery of sin. We were stuck in the slavery of sin. We could not get out ourselves. That's what we were, slaves to sin. Peter says, I also want to remind you of what Christ did. He says it in a very powerful way in verse 19. He says, in verse 18, You were not redeemed with silver or gold, but you were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. You were bought out of the slavery market of sin, Not with silver or gold, because somebody theoretically could could do that for you, but God did for you what you couldn't do for yourself. You're redeemed not with silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. See, a price has been paid to redeem you. A price has been paid to change your status from slave to free. You needed more than what repentance could do. You needed more than what baptism could do. You see, no amount of water could remove the stain of sin. That required blood. The precious blood of Jesus Christ. You know, the word lamb. The word lamb that we've seen there in the text indicates sacrifice. It indicates a sinless one giving their lives for the sinful ones. In fact, Peter refers to a lamb without blemish or defect. The sinless one giving his life as a sacrifice for the sinful ones. I want you to read Romans chapter 3 because he elaborates, Paul elaborates on this in Romans chapter 3 beginning in verse 23. Romans chapter 3 verse 23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption. There's that word, redeemed. Through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. The redemption that could only come by Christ Jesus. Verse 25, God presented Him as a sacrifice of atonement, that is to make us one with God, through faith in His blood. On December 29th, 1876, there was a man named Philip Bliss and his wife. They were riding on a train, and the train wrecked, and and it was a horrible crash. Philip survived the crash initially. But when he was looking for his wife, she was still stuck in the train. The train was on fire. He ran back into the wreckage and into the fire to rescue his wife. But he was unsuccessful. He and his wife both perished that day. December 29th, 1876. They were later gathering all his belongings, and as they went through his belongings, he had in his belongings a, a hymn he had written recently. The words of the hymn are these: You probably recognize them. "I will sing of my redeemer and his wondrous love to me on the cruel cross he suffered from the curse to set me free." Sing, O oh, sing of my redeemer." With His blood, He purchased me. On the cross, He sealed my pardon, paid the debt, and made me free. I want to ask you a question. Do you have anything to sing about? Do you have a Redeemer? And you know in your heart that you do. Do you have a certainty in your heart that you know Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you have a Redeemer, or do you have a religion? There's a world of difference between the two. Martin Luther said, Sin has but two places where it may be. Either it may be with you, so that it lies upon your neck, or upon Christ, the Lamb of God. If now it lies upon your neck, you are lost. If, however, it lies upon Christ, you are free and you are saved. Today as we come to the Lord's Supper, it is because we have a Redeemer we have a sacrifice for our sin. But I'm going to ask you that question one more time. Do you have a Redeemer? Or do you have a religion? i want to ask you to bow your heads for a moment as we prepare our hearts to participate in the Lord's Supper. I know in a, in a crowd like this, there probably are some who you've never trusted Christ as your Savior. And the Lord's Supper today is a reminder that you need a Redeemer. You need a sacrifice because you know in your heart that you're a sinner. And you know, as Luther said, that your sin is upon you. And you've never been able to rid yourself of it. And so the Lord Jesus came as a Lamb of God, sacrificed for your sins. His blood spilt for you. So that He could free you from your sin. So that He could redeem you from the slavery of sin. I want to ask you if you'd like to receive Christ as your Savior today, would you pray this prayer with me? And there's nothing magical about these words, but it's something that you say from your heart. If you'd like to pray to receive Christ today, you can pray silently this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. And today I acknowledge that you are my sacrifice. By faith I claim that. I believe you died on the cross in my place. And today for the first time I repent of my sin. And I place my faith only in Jesus. I place my faith in what he did for me, not what I'll do for him. So I claim the cross and the free gift of salvation.